a great pleasure to welcome Mike van Leer to What's Next. Mike is the Vice President of Consumer Electronics at Samsung Electronics. And we're going to talk about a whole lot of things, including the latest TVs and uh, the technology that Samsung's been pushing the envelope over years. Every visit I go to CS, the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas, I just marvel at where TVs go every year. Just as you think that they can't get better, they get better. And uh, this year was no exception. I was there in January and I saw some of the stuff. Mike, it's great to chat to you. How have you been? All good, Aki. It's uh, great to see you again. It's been a few months, I think. Uh, but uh, good to be with you again. Just to, just to, just as well that we don't age uh, fast, you know. We look like we did just a few months ago. Uh, Mike, great to see you, man. Listen, what, what are some of the latest technology advancements in smart TVs? I was just commenting earlier how, how much... Uh, innovation has gone into smart TVs. I mean, I remember them, uh, you know, a decade ago and where they are today. It's quite extraordinary where we are today with smart TVs. Yeah, amazing, Naki. Um, in fact, this is probably the most exciting year we've had in five years. You'll remember in 2018, we launched a new range of product called Neo QLED, uh, which included the initial 4K units. And of course, a bit later, we had 8K uh, sets coming through. Uh, we're excited to see 8K uh, eventually taking some traction. Uh, there's more content available for 8K. Of course, the connection speeds are a lot better. And even for the gamers out there, a lot of games are starting to come out in 8K. But the reason I tell you it's exciting is that there are two particular uh, categories that we've entered into, which we have not uh, been in before. Uh, the first is OLED. Uh, we've launched a full range of OLED uh, products. Uh, from 55-inch all the way up to 77-inch. And by the end of the year, we will add an 83-inch into that range. And we're very excited about that. The traction and the acceptance from the public has been absolutely fabulous. The other technology, which is the technology you probably saw at CES, is called micro-LED. Um, yes. uh, pretty expensive technology. We, we're early in the, in the phase of micro-LED. Um, if you've uh, seen the product, you'll know how brilliant uh, the picture is. Um, it's absolutely fascinating to sit in front of one of these sets. In fact, we bought our first set into South Africa. It's proudly displayed in Cromerville in uh, Johannesburg at a place called Cinema Architects, whom we've partnered with. There is a 110-inch micro-LED there, um, and it's absolutely mind-blowing, this, uh, this uh, TV. But that's an impressive range of TVs. Uh, tell us about this year's lineup and, and what it focuses on. Yeah, so 2023, I think for us, we wanted to cover all bases. Uh, you know, uh, in the sales environment, we, we have a lot of customers, of course, coming to us and saying, look, we're looking to buy a TV. It's a pretty open-ended question that, um, and uh, we teach the sales guys to ensure that they, you know, educate the consumer to understand what it is they need and, and what they need per room. For instance, you would ask the customer, where would they be using the TV? And if they were using it in a main area, uh, of course, we would ask the size of the area, and if they had a very large lounge, we would uh, push them for a, a very large TV, like an 85-inch or a 98-inch for that matter. Um, if it was a particularly bright room, we'd probably push them to Neo QLED technology. It's a much brighter panel uh, than the OLED counterpart. Uh, but if they had a slightly uh, darker room, uh, OLED is a wonderful technology as well and really brings out those blacks uh, and the rich colors. So... Uh, these are the types of things that we're bringing forward in our 2023 range and very excited about that. Of course, we've got the usual favorites, our UHD, which is affordable to to most uh, uh, customers. 
Our narrow QLED is into its fifth version, as I mentioned, and 8K is really starting to take traction now. Uh, and of course, our lifestyle TVs, our frame TV and uh, uh, serif TV that wants, that you would want to fit into the aesthetics of the home, maybe in a bedroom or maybe in a study or a library or something like that, you would choose a product like that. And that's also been very successful over the last five years. You know, Mike, it's interesting you mentioned about uh, people, you know, going to buy a TV and sometimes... And it's, it's quite daunting. I mean, let's be honest. You know, you've got all these panels looking at you. You know, you say you want a smart TV. There's so much choice out there. And yet, um, I, I do get, and I do go into people's homes, and, and you can see they've got the wrong TV. It's the wrong size. It's positioned in the wrong way. Um, yeah. And, you know, and, 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 you know, if you're spending that money on a TV, you must make sure you've got the right TV in your room. So what, what strategies do you recommend for integrating a smart TV seamlessly into your home? What do you recommend? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I mentioned well that it's important that you get the right TV. You, you made mention that you go to a few friends' houses. It doesn't look like the most aesthetically pleasing uh, product, either on the wall or on a stand. It looks a little bit bulky. Um, so we do try and uh, educate the customer to buy the right TV for the right space. And we believe that the experience in store is important uh, to ensure that uh, we get that right. Uh, from a connectivity perspective, uh, as you know, most of our TVs actually come with SmartThings built in. Uh, SmartThings is, a, is an interesting application. Uh, Samsung bought that business uh, back in 2016. Um, and it's actually become a very powerful tool now, not only on the mobile devices, but also on TV. Uh, so you can link SmartThings to your TV. The application is already loaded on your TV. It then becomes the hub for the for the household. What's interesting about smart things is that it's an open architecture system, um, and it's linked to over 200 vendors now. So, for instance, Philips uh, ambient bulbs, uh, you could connect to smart things. So, a plethora of product you can connect and control directly from your TV. So, nice uh, innovation coming through there to ensure that we calm the connected world uh, within a TV, and you only have one application. Uh, to be able to do that. Okay, that's that's very interesting. And I actually, I actually didn't know that the architecture was open. I mean, I've got um, you know the smart things connected to one of my aircons here, and it's it's wonderful. I switch it on before I arrive home, and my home is warm and everything. But I didn't quite realize that you could add it to an open architecture, which is which is really cool. And that's where it is. You know, that's was definitely one of the themes of CS this year is that the smart home. And the, the kind of TV almost becomes the hub of everything in your home that you can c control from there. What are some of the other things to keep your eyes on when choosing your smart TV? Now, you mentioned there's UHD, there's, uh, there's the OLED, there's the QLED. What, what, what are some of the other things that you should be paying particular attention to when choosing that smart TV? Yeah, I mean, we've spoken about the different technologies and, and really that uh, is determined by where you're going to be using that device, but also uh, probably what you're going to be using that device for. I saw an interesting uh, statistic yesterday, uh, actually, uh, 3.1 billion gamers globally. Uh, these gamers are obviously gaming on different platforms like mobile phones and tablets and notebooks and PCs and, of course, consoles. Uh, I, I think that that's an important question then to ask. What is it that you're looking for from a TV to enhance your gaming experience? We know most games now are coming out in 4K. Uh, we saw an interesting gap in the market because gamers, in fact, like a slightly smaller screen, 
uh, because they don't want to lose time looking from left to right. So, for instance, a 98-inch, mm. maybe lose some critical time uh, before you make that kill on your favorite game. Uh, but we've launched 43-inch QLEDs, for instance, Neo QLEDs in 4K. Um, and we have an interesting set of monitors as well called the Odyssey range of monitors. And interestingly enough, a 24-inch monitor happens to be the one. So these are critical questions that we've got to ask ourselves or the consumer has got to guide us to as to what they're going to be using that TV for. And uh, we now, in the, for the first time in many years, have an entire range for that. What's also a little bit interesting, wow. Aki, is that big screen is a big phenomenon. 85-inch uh, and 75-inch uh, panels is the biggest growing category in TV currently in South Africa. In fact, globally, uh, we introduced a 98-inch last year, and you'll be surprised to see how many people are buying 98 inches and the price is also getting a bit more interesting we currently have a launch offer for 99,000 rand sure it's still a lot of money but for a 98 inch tv this is starting to get interesting for a lot of uh, people that want to enjoy big cinema at home gee that's so interesting look it's one thing to enjoy the big cinema but i mean there's obviously other considerations and just on the gaming thing that you mentioned you know uh, the one good question to ask of course is refresh rate you know the gamers like that how fast the screen refreshes. But, you know, a great TV is fantastic, but then you've got the design of the TV, you've got the picture, and the, the sound is very important, isn't it? As well as the yep. connectivity options. And, of course, when you're starting to look at the compatibility with other smart home devices, you know, if you're going to spend all that money on a smart home TV, it better integrate very well with the other smart home devices. And, of course, the sound, as I mentioned, is critical as well. Yeah, I think the out-of-box experience with a Samsung TV, but I, I expect to have actually with most Samsung products is pretty seamless. If you've got a Samsung account and you've used a TV before and you, you unbox your brand new Neo QLED, it literally takes minutes to get that uh, TV up to the same settings that you had on your old TV. Uh, so that's important that we have that sort of uh, seamless connectivity with the device. You spoke about refresh rate. So that's an interesting one. Uh, TV is now going up to 144 uh, uh, hertz uh, refresh rate. And the reason why that's important is that there's more and more people connecting PC or notebook uh, to a TV, uh, which is an interesting trend that we see, not only console being connected, but also PC being connected. Uh, and we're very excited, of course, launched uh, 144 hertz. And like I said, 8K is becoming a little bit interesting. We've doubled our sales of 8K this year. Uh, uh, it's starting to take some interesting traction. Uh, of course, you can record on your phone at 8K. Uh, YouTube has a dedicated 8K uh, streaming service, uh, but the games specifically, uh, there's a new uh, game being out called Lies of P. Probably my kids will know better than that, uh, better, better about that than me, but that is uh, exclusively uh, launched in 8K, uh, which means you can get the best out of your TV. Very exciting time for us. No, it's, it's, it's just amazing where it's going. Uh, Mike, I know that Samsung spends billions and billions on research and development. I think you spend uh, a high percentage. I'm not sure of the exact number, but it's, it's, it's one of the highest in the world on what you spend on innovation. And, and of course, the eco-conscious practices. You know, I just recently played around with the S23 Ultra, and I was amazed at how much of that phone comes from recyclable materials. It was quite extraordinary. Uh, customers today obviously very conscious of these kind of things and making life easier and better for customers. I mean, all of these things play a very important role, don't they? 
Yeah, for sure, uh, Aki. We've done a lot in, in the TV space. Uh, just to your first question or your comment, uh, we spend north of 7% of our total revenue uh, on R&D, which is almost the amount of revenue. You'll probably know that Samsung is very close to $300 billion uh, internationally. So you can work out 7% of that is a lot of billion dollars that we spend on R&D. Uh, but well said, uh, we sp spend a lot on eco-consciousness and a lot of ocean-bound plastics uh, going into our products uh, to make sure that we get that out of it. Interestingly enough, and I know it's not about TV, but some of our new uh, washing machines have filters that are built in uh, because I'm not sure if you know that, but over 50% of ocean-bound plastics are coming from our clothing and washing of clothing uh, is coming out of that. So we're hoping to trap that before it even gets to our oceans. Um, on a TV front, uh, of course, big investment into the packaging. Uh, this is one of the biggest things, you know, when you buy that brand new big TV, and you put that big package uh, on the um, on the side of the road to get picked up by the trash. That just goes into landfills, and we're not really keen on that happening. So we've done a few things. We've taken the ink out of it, as you know. So it's a big brown box now uh, to make sure that the earth is looked after. We're taking staples out of it. So when it's processed for recycling, uh, they don't have the difficulty of the big staples uh, within the, the boxes. Um, and of course, uh, just a couple of interesting things is that you can download templates. And in fact, you can make little animals or little shelves out of your TV box if you feel it necessary. So you can reuse it uh, as some sort of piece of furniture. Another really great initiative that I, I love is actually the remote. Uh, most of the TVs now come in with a solar remote. And what's important about that is that um, it, it takes 99 million batteries out of landfills which is absolutely massive. By the way, that's wow. but so it happens to be open architecture. So it's completely available for any TV manufacturer to download that and utilize that, uh, that technology uh, for their own sets. Uh, we obviously are hoping to do better for the world and uh, make sure that most people buy into that. Wow, Mike, I mean, that's extraordinary. I, I like... You don't think of things like even like the staples, as you were saying staples in a box. I thought, you know, I, I was trying to in my brain count how many staples would be in a box. And it's a lot of staples, you know, that stuff, you know, you throw it on in, into a landfill. It doesn't dis disappear. You know, it's, it's, it's in the environment. It's horrible. And then, of course, the batteries, you know, if I think of how many remotes I've got lying around, uh, if you can eliminate the batteries on those remotes, you know, you're solving a massive problem when it comes to recycling. Mike, absolutely fascinating. I'm looking forward to the new content and the new TVs that are out there. And and you're absolutely right when it comes to 8K. It's mind-blowing when you look at it. When I saw it a couple of years back, I thought, well, you know, there wasn't enough content, but it, it's matured now. There's enough content and we're creating incredible amounts of content in 8K on our devices. So it certainly seems like it's going mainstream, but what an impressive range you've got coming up this year. Mike van Leer, the Vice President of Consumer Electronics at Samsung Electronics. Thank you so much for joining us on What's Next, Mike. Aki, pleasure to be with you. Thanks very much.